Welcome to the next podcast by SLC Biz, the podcast preparing you for what's next in the School of Business at St. Lawrence College. Each episode, we meet with an influential individual who will offer advice, opportunities, or encouragement to the students at SLC. I'm Michelle, and today we speak with Kara Bartholomew and David Pye, two HR alumni who took advantage of the exchange opportunities the School of Business offers. Today is part one of our conversation, and next week we will release part two. Thank you guys for joining me today on the podcast. I wanted to thank you as you're both HR students. We haven't had any HR students on the podcast yet, so I'm really excited to hear about your point of view on the School of Business. Can you guys tell me a little bit about yourselves? Yeah, so thanks for having us. My name is Kara Bartholomew. I graduated high school 2016. I really didn't know what I wanted to do after high school, but I knew I didn't want to take a break or a year off or anything like that. So I started at SLC right in September 2016. And that's kind of why I chose the business program is because I knew it was really general and you can get a lot with a business or a business degree or a business diploma. So I just took it kind of on a limb. I ended up really liking it because I stayed in the program for three years and now I'm starting, I just started the BBA program. So that's kind of how I ended up at SLC. First year is general, of course. Second year, I started accounting. I realized I didn't like that. Had some friends that were in the HR program, talked to them, switched into the HR program, and that's what I ended up graduating with. Fantastic. And David, what about yourself? My name is David Pai. Very similar situation to Kara where I didn't really know what I wanted to do outside of high school. But I, um, I knew that I wanted to stay in school, so I just chose the business program. Not, not no really interest in business, to be honest. I'd honestly, I'd love to go teach English. Really took advantage of the student opportunities while on campus, and that's where my main focus was. Yeah, that's fantastic. Kara, you said that you were originally in the accounting program, and you switched into the HR program. Was that an easy decision to make, and was it an easy process? During the first year business, there was a couple math courses that you had to take. And I did really well in those classes. Like they were my best classes. So I just was kind of like, okay, like if one plus one is two, then I'm good at math. I should be an accounting kind of thing. But I realized that accounting is really its own type of math. And it's not just like the basic like financial math and stuff that I was excelling in. And being in the the second year, like accounting classes, like the core classes, I just realized like I wasn't really enjoying myself as much as I was during the first year. I didn't really want to be in marketing just because I don't see myself as that much of a creative person, but I did see myself as someone who really liked working with other people and stuff like that and helping people. So it kind of was easy in the sense where I was like, okay, well, I don't like accounting. I realized that I don't want to be in marketing. So it's kind of like HR is what's left over. But after, like I said, talking to people that were in the program, and then also I had a lot of meetings with uh, the program coordinator, Spring, and she kind of just like confirmed my decision for me, like after talking to her. And, and it, it was kind of a hard switch, switching from accounting to HR, just because I did have to take a lot of classes, but I had to start them like mid-semester. So I was very swamped with school for a bit of it, but in the end, I'm still very happy with my decision. Awesome. Well, congratulations on making that switch and having the confidence to do that. 
Thank you. And David, you said that you were very involved on campus. What kinds of things were you involved in? So I'll just list them really quick. So I was a tutor first year, second half of first year, I studied abroad in Japan, coming back from Japan, got a job in the international office. And I kept that job for the next two years after that until I graduated. And then also through the international office, I was a campus ambassador for Garmin International Insurance, which was the international insurance provider for students, international students on campus. What was it like to go on an exchange in your first year? I would definitely say it was very overwhelming. I tell a lot of my friends, a lot of people who know me that the first two months of Japan was, I was there for four months in total. And the, the first two months of Japan were probably probably some of the, the best months there. But around, I would say, after those two months for a month and a half, the, um, the culture shock really set in. And, you know, if I'm honest with myself, I didn't really see myself being as active as I should have been, was, was staying in my room a lot. Not, not to sound too negative, after, after reflecting on the whole trip, it definitely was beneficial. It, it is, you know, you know, you're not really going to learn unless you push yourself outside your comfort zone. So I think studying abroad is a, you, you definitely are pushing yourself outside your comfort zone if you take advantage of studying abroad. Yeah, I think I put you in a really unique situation where you actually knew what students were going through coming here. And I think that probably made you an excellent candidate for your job in the international office. Yeah, definitely. It was... Um, no, I, I loved my job in the international office. So I remember when I first came back from Japan and I saw, you know, you know, no, nothing against the international office, but when I saw the way that they were running their trips and their events and that was my main responsibility. They were, they were doing a lot of things, I don't know, maybe, maybe old school in comparison to the way that international students are acting in the, in the modern century. So definitely that, I don't know if, if you want to call it empathy or just that, that relatability to what the international students were going through definitely helped me in, in every aspect of that job. That's fantastic. And I know both of you, your pathways in this program actually led you to an exchange later in your academic career. Kara, did you want to tell me about your experience in Australia? Yeah, I was actually thinking after I did my intro, I was like, I probably should have mentioned I went on exchange. <laughs> um, yeah, so I... I, I'm trying to remember when I first heard of the exchange that you could go to Australia. I think it honestly was in first year, but I knew you had to be doing a degree program to be able to go. So that honestly, like subconsciously probably sparked something inside of me in first year saying like, okay, I really want to do this. So I need to get really good grades throughout my college year so that I can eventually do the BBA and get my degree and go on exchange for this. So once third year came around for college, I, I had the grades to be able to get into the BBA. And I just kind of realized like, yes, I still want to do this. The one thing I didn't do though was go for a full year. I did only go for one semester. And looking back, I definitely wish I could have went for the full year because I just, I absolutely loved it. I went completely out of my comfort zone. I met so many amazing people. I saw so many amazing things. Like it was honestly hands down the best experience I've had in my life, like to date. And I think that says a lot because yes, I'm only 22 years old, but like you still experience a lot in 22 years. And that is hands down the best experience ever. I recommend exchange to everyone. I, I will jump into it. And this isn't specific. This isn't a specific requirement, but for first year students who are, first year in terms of age 18 to 24 
I think, uh, or at least that's how I see it as obviously, as you get older, more responsibilities are going to pile up. You're going to want to establish yourself. You're going to set the goals for yourself. So I think school is definitely the school and also the age. It's a, I, I think that's the only time you can really take full advantage of it without having to worry about it may be people back home or other other duties that you have to take care of. Yeah, definitely. I'm actually a mature student. My husband and my cat are here and I, I feel like for me, it's a little bit harder to make that decision to go on an exchange, but it's still something kind of in the back of my head. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I know. I totally get that. It's hard to just kind of like get up and leave if you already have like responsibilities and stuff like that. Yeah, so definitely when you have a little bit less, fantastic time. Yeah, it's easier to make kind of make that selfish decision and just go. I would also say too, it's it's I love studying abroad because it, it really allows you to work on maybe, well, in my case, I saw like a really allows you to work on your personality. I don't I don't know if that makes sense. I guess I'll explain now. Uh, I don't know. If, I, I I don't think I've actually talked to Kara about this, so maybe she can answer this now. Yeah. You, you kind of, you wear your shirt in Australia, you wear your shirt in Wales, you wear your shirt in Japan, and then you come back and nobody really knows what you experienced and nobody really knows what you did. They only see maybe the change in your personality. So I would say it puts you in a new environment where you could be a different person if you feel like you need a change, whereas maybe the boundaries of school don't really allow you to, to do that as much. Thank you to David and Kara for sharing their experiences. Make sure to tune in next week for part two of our conversation. Thank you for listening.